You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. This movie review also comes for subscribers at Time Lord level or above an uncut, unedited, longer video version of the review. Become a subscriber and check it out. HBO, way to have your thumb on a pulse of a nation who all of us are going, it's really important to me whether these incredibly rich people are found innocent for the murder of an incredibly poor person. Yes, I'm I'm so in their camp on this one. Whereas, no, the <laughs> truth was I was sitting there going, I really don't care if he's innocent because he's not innocent. No. No, he's done something. This has disrupted my community. It's disrupted our book club. See, you joke about that, but they literally have a bit in the show where they talk about how Hugh Grant, like, got kicked out of a book club because he was too mean to the book. And I was like, why do you remember this? Why is this the thing that matters in your life? This character is so rich that the police show up, called, in a helicopter... And call him sir on the way out and into the helicopter that we're all paying for, by the way. Us taxpayers, not just the the fictional ones in this thing. We paid for that helicopter, I bet, to be on set. So Hugh Grant could take a helicopter ride. He's he's like, oh, I'm just so uh, charmingly befuddled. Are you sure I'm a murderer? But uh, I I, I, I couldn't have done it. And it's totally (laughs) shocked this community. That'll actually start a school auction bidding $1,000 on a fucking glass of tap water. I'm still not over that dumb shit. No, 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 no. no. The, 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 the thing is, is that I'm, I'm adorable. I, 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 I clearly couldn't have done something like murder the much younger lover that I had that my wife didn't know about. There's no way I did it. Clearly it was someone else. You remember Notting Hill? I was in Notting Hill. Everyone loved that. I am just a boy standing in front of my wife, who I've cheated on, to tell her, I didn't kill this bitch. Look, I know that she should be more upset about this, but she clearly just had a shit ton of Botox injected into her face because she is not making any facial movements during the length of this. All right, well, we're just kind of randomly hitting on jokes here, so let's get serious and get into a linear attack on this miniseries on HBO, The Undoing. First off, I'm Chris, and joining me is Davey. Hello. Brad. Hello. (laughs) Wow, serious. Serious. And Jordan. Howdy. So The Undoing is based on a novel called You Should Have Known by Gene Hampf Coralitz. It is produced by David E. Kelly, who is, of course, a longtime television guy who's, I would, who's done some cable stuff, including the very well-received Big Little Lies for Showtime, which everybody was kind of hoping, including me, that this was going to be the next big Big Little Eyes, but it was directed by Suzanne Beer, who did The Night Manager on AMC, which was absolutely tremendous. So the combination of those two things made me go, okay, I'm interested. Plus, I mean, come on, like Nicole Kidman is pure class. She's a wonderful actress. 
She definitely disappointed me a bit with the sheer amount of plastic surgery that she clearly had done right before she entered into this film. But I'm not a woman trying to get roles in Hollywood, so it's hard for me to comment on this system that clearly is fucked up from the beginning. But even so, it was notable. It was like, holy shit, you look like they CG'd your face. It's stretched so tight. She had more life seeing the theme of this show, which is a rendition of it's Dream a Little theme, Dream. Though. No, it's a beautiful rendition. I've listened to the whole yeah. thing. I was like, wow, that's great. Anyway, my point is she looks like the mom in Brazil, but sexy. Oh my God. <laughs> I cannot unsee that now. I can't. She plays Grace Frazier. She is a clinical psychologist who is very wealthy in New York City. And her husband is Hugh Grant, who is a doctor who is also very wealthy. And they have a child who's about, I think they said he was 12. Yeah. Seemed like life is pretty normal for them. Nothing seems terribly wrong. There's moments of tension, but nothing too bad. The dad is played by Donald Sutherland's eyebrows, which are attached <laughs> to Donald Sutherland here. But you won't notice his face. Trust me, all you can see are his eyebrows, which basically are catching fire. Yes. Hey, that was the movie he was in. He's Canadian. (laughs) Davey's face. That was the movie he was in. Smile. Total not smile. (laughs) I like to do one visual joke every video review to get people to subscribe. That's fair. That's Good fair. On you. There's a murder! And it turns out that this girl, the incredibly gorgeous Matilda D'Angelis, mm. a Italian actress who is a young lady whose son was being treated for cancer, a rare form of liver cancer. She was having an affair with Hugh Grant, and she's found not just dead, but like face is gone, bludgeoned with a hammer gone. So yeah. clearly some act of passion involved here and great anger. And Hugh Grant has taken off. Everyone, no one can find him. He's like, well, clearly he did it, right? So Nicole Kidman's like, I don't understand. This is not the guy I married. How could he? I mean, even if I'm like, okay, so he was having an affair. I mean, I'm a psychologist. If certainly this type of stuff happens, I, I guess I can come to terms with that. But I cannot come to terms with him being a killer. So as the yeah. miniseries goes on, we explore lightly who are the other possibilities. So for instance, Elena, the name of the woman who was murdered, her husband, Fernando, played by Ismael Cruz Cordova, is certainly somebody who everybody is like, okay, well, he seems like he's the other likely one. Supposedly he has a alibi, but, you know, the police with the lead police guy played by the great Edgar Ramirez is like, look, you go after the guy who's been fucking her, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, number one suspect, yeah. So it's a series of episodes of largely like rich people doing rich people things and being followed by a, a lascivious press who want this trial, the century type stuff. And I'll be honest, by the time I got to the end of this thing, and this isn't even getting to the point of like the final reveal of who actually did it. There was a lot of, I don't care that much about the lives of these types of rich people. There was a lot of like, man, this thing is sort of kind of meandering all over the goddamn place. <laughs> and then when you finally get to the end, I was like really you sat here for this long just for that six Fuck episodes yeah. You yeah, undoing. I, <laughs> see i want to recommend this on the basis of how good the acting honestly really can be yeah i know we make all the stuttering jokes and you know boyish charm is like god damn, hugh grant's really fucking good he honestly yeah. is i honestly feel like this is the best i've seen him in a while Sounds like someone didn't watch Paddington 2, but okay. Right. There's your fucking character witness they left out. Get him on the stand. I haven't seen the Paddington (laughs) movies. Moving along. 
How do you have joy in your life? I will fix it. I'm hey, I'm not on trial here. Hugh Grant is. You are now. (laughs) We are declaring a mistrial on the Hugh Grant case. Jordan Cobb, we are taking you to the stand. I don't know other legal terms. This is the gotcha moment in this miniseries where we're like, oh my god, it was Jordan. Jordan was the killer who didn't watch the Paddington movies. Fuck it. Bitch didn't have my money. Fine. Uh, (laughs) She was a struggling artist. So am I. Aren't they all struggling artists? Like, I thought that was such a weird trope to dig up. And Nicole Kidman is very good as well. I wasn't sure what emotion she was even supposed to be playing. She flip-flops from trusting her husband with all of her heart to this motherfucker's gotta go down. Sometimes in the same scene, back and forth, I thought that that was gonna play into the mystery like, oh, she's she's a little crazy, isn't she? I mean, it does in the sense that they want to throw you off in the final She's episode. her own red herring. Yeah, but I went... That was stupid. I'm sorry. What did you think of her? Oh, I just take random night walks sometimes. It's yeah, it's quirky. Such a weird red herring. Or was it? Random night walks is fine, but also it's both a very human and a very bad piece of writing. Think of something better for your story that you're spending a lot of money on and having a sit with for six hours. And she yeah. was still wearing like her gala outfit. It's like, <laughs> oh, I'm going to go on a walk. Better keep wearing this very expensive fucking dress. Yeah, like I thought she had maybe like mug fantasies to get like (laughs) assaulted or something. And you know, like the real star of this is the jacket collection that she had for this film because she has like gorgeous production. She has a lot of fucking coats. Jesus Christ. I know you're rich, but for fuck's (laughs) sakes. But, but, but she has to keep up with her posh New York friends like Lily Rabe. And that's really the only one I can remember right now because it's Lily Rabe. They were like, oh, I know her from any number of Ryan Murphy things. But, you know, she's also kind of an irrelevant character who is only there to give occasionally Nicole Kidman's character someone else to talk to. Barely moves the plot. And then in the end, she fucking rocket ships the plot forward. And you're like, oh, that's why you were cast as a famous person. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I forgot about this. Okay, bye. Which, by the way... There's absolutely no reason for her to be there in that sequence. They totally could have done all of that without Lily Rabe <laughs> even being a character in this at all. I don't know, man. It's just there's a lot of like pulling this out to five episodes. Honestly, it felt like a classy version of like a 90s TV movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah really good actors, really well shot. But this is dumb. And the script is not good. I'm sorry. I would I would disagree Kind of. Because I watched this whole thing today because I had forgotten. So I watched it all in six hours. What the first like five episodes, I was really into it. I was like, this is fun. Like it's in that kind of like big little lies, little fires everywhere kind of thing. All with the assumption that, oh, the ending is going to be some weird soapy nonsense twist that I'm going to eat up. If you can watch the first five episodes and pretend that the bananas cliffhanger of episode five is the actual reveal, then it's a high recommend. That actually would have been way better. (laughs) Because that was my, like, crackpot theory. And then they brought that in. I was like, they're going to do it. This is great. That was my wife's crackpot theory, too. Yeah, I actually was the next step of it that everyone got to in the middle, the beginning of the next episode, because they immediately go, oh, no, no, it wasn't. Obviously, it wasn't M. But then you go, well, 
by order of doing the math here, there's only one other person it could be. And honestly, they're the person I thought it was in the first place. And then the whole thing is like, no, in fact, that character didn't even really need to be here. Sorry. (laughs) It's it's totally fucking superfluous. I thought I was going to end up recommending it, but now I'm thinking about it a little bit more. Yeah, it's totally not. (laughs) I will cite my favorite performance in this was honestly Edgar Ramirez as the lead detective because he he actually felt like he had a character with some passion to him no no no. i'm doing i'm trying to do my fucking job and you and you goddamn fucking entitled rich white people are getting in my fucking way i'm the opposite where i was like i thought he was just kind of a generic cop figure and the only thing i liked was when he was on trial and they were like yeah you're kind of an asshole cop aren't you and they just <laughs> broke him to <laughs> ripped him to shreds and watching him twist in the stand I'm like yeah fuck cops i hate you even worse than rich people because <laughs> you're an agent for them my personal standout performance for this was noah jupe as nicole kidman and hugh grant's son i just really like him as an actor and he yeah. was the only thing that really kept episode six working for me because he has a lot of stuff to do there yeah. and he is with those little tiny 12 year old arms trying to hold this thing together he's like this series <laughs> is collapsing around me he's trying to do the captain america with the helicopter of just the plot points of this show well he was he was all my favorite red herrings this show has like 60 or 70 it's like a school of them so yeah nicole kidman is supposed to be handling a lot of the weight of this but like i said she clearly can't move her face thank god she's good enough actress that she can do a lot with her voice and her eyes but even so it's not wildly interesting watching you in this and that's the first time i've ever said that about kidman she'll just even sometimes in the same scene go from i'm trusting you to i fucking hate you Okay, but you're a psychologist, and this is something I thought the show was going to keep going on as, like, a subplot behind it, where she's talking to a couple in her therapy sessions about a couple that have just recently discovered one husband was having an affair. And even in the follow-up session, it seemed like the other husband was, like, you know, holding on to his spouse's arms, like, just being like, you better fucking tell her what you really meant, or I'm going to beat the shit out of you. And I thought, oh, there could be some underlying stuff there that could actually play in to the marriage troubles going on between Kidman and Hugh Grant, and that'd be interesting. Nope. Fuck all that. I don't know. I think ultimately for me, it just came down to too many people doing too many things that were just too fucking stupid. I was like, nobody would do that. And just, haven't you ever heard of narcissistic personality disorder? It's kind of like this. I'm like, yes. Like, so we're podcasters. Like sociopathy is like Hannibal Lecter. Come on. <laughs> The whole thing is like pop psychology out of Cosmo magazine, and I didn't really care for it. But let's go and hear what you guys thought for your final thoughts. Let's keep it short and concise, but go for it. Bradley. Woo! I did have a lot of fun watching this with my wife and mother-in-law because she had some fun theories, too. She was all like, I don't know if her husband did it. She'd have murdered that baby and that son if he did it. I'm like, okay, I love you. What family did you marry into? I'm taking the trash out right on time. And I hated the cliffhangers a lot. Like, they'd be like, are you saying I'm a person of interest? Dun, 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 dun. Then the episode starts up. No, I'm not saying that. (laughs) And one thing that really just broke my heart is in episode six when they do the evidence dump. And they're like, let's see what evidence we have. And then they dump it all at once. And it's like, oh, well, obviously this is the killer. 
And I know it's people call it lazy writing. I just call it pissing Brad off. I'm going to give this. <laughs> I did have a lot of fun watching this with my family. So I'll give this six bloody art projects out of ten dead <laughs> artists. Davey? I still maintain that the first five episodes are pretty fun and are like that right kind of soapy, twisty nonsense that I, I genuinely enjoy. If it wasn't for how truly bad episode six is i think this would be an easy like yeah it's trashy but have fun with it recommend but episode six brings it down so so much it's a it is a terrible episode of television especially of like prestige hbo television whatever the fuck that means (laughs) because it was a book i feel like this could have been a very good book and i am not surprised that based on what happens in this with more poetry it could potentially be really great and maybe that poetry was in the text and that's why they wanted to adapt this sometimes you get it wrong i still really like noah jupe and it's fun to see hugh grant and things because i like hugh grant because he's fun and charming i'm gonna give this a a six out of out of ten accents that i i cannot do (laughs) a valiant effort though sir thank you i applaud your dedication to the attempt jordan don't let the fact that I haven't seen the Paddington movies yet, don't hold that against me. No, we do. We do. Fuck. Deep yeah. down. All right. But this miniseries did start out pretty good. All right. And there is some really good acting throughout. But there's also a lot of bullshit that really doesn't need to be there. There are too many red herrings that make no fucking sense. And these lawyers are just not good. Matt Murdock is looking at them saying, I'm blind and I can still even see. You're full of shit. This is terrible. <laughs> well, here. <laughs> well, well, he can't do anything. He got canceled. It's so bad Matt Murdock can see again. <laughs> and he's just saying like, wow, that is awful. The music, at least, is also very good. I did like the score. I kind of thought, eh, I might give this a slight recommendation. But yeah, as I'm talking to you guys, I realized... Yeah, no, this this kind of fucking sucks. It it also proves that stories really are based around rich white people not keeping their shit together or keeping it in their pants. So I'll give this five out of five surprisingly heavy violin. Five out of five is a perfect score. Just a heads up. No, oh, oh, shit, sorry. (laughs) Five out of ten. I'll give this five out of ten surprisingly heavy violin cases. What, you got a hammer? (laughs) (laughs) guys y'all seemed like you were more into this from the get-go and i was excited to see this and i love both all the leads and noah jupe i'm now officially a fan of he definitely is like the emotional core that holds this together if that performance didn't work then nothing would work and generally nothing really does work but when he's on screen he is great you're like wow if everybody else were keeping their ends up here then maybe you'd be uh the one we would uh, be pointing it to why this is great and it's not it's mediocre i can't believe this is hbo this feels like tnt between every scene it should go dong you know, it's like that kind of thing. You're like, oh, this is like one of those dumb, soapy SVU Law and Order episodes. Uh, it's not good. I'm sorry. I just, I kept going, all of you people are stupid. You haven't given us a single reason to give a shit about you. And then when we get to the end, I'm like, why did we watch this? What was the point of it? Was the subtext was like, well, yeah, rich people are bad to poor people. Well, yeah, no shit. Thanks, HBO. I couldn't have figured that one out without your help. 
Fuck you. <laughs> did we do it? Did, did we parasite you guys? Did we change everything? Is Obama president again? <laughs> <laughs> we did it. You did it, HBO. Good job. Claps for you. <laughs> I don't... This is poor stuff, and I don't recommend it. I'm going to give it three out of ten wildly out of context, extended, but still impressive nude scenes. Oh, I very much agree. It's the only thing that can go from incredibly beautiful things, like a very attractive, fully nude woman, to, look, I'm auctioning off this glass of tap water because we're stupid enough to get away with this shit. You're paying already too much for your children. Pay for this. Jordan is really hung up on that glass of tap water. Have you never been to a pretentious as hell auction? Oh my god! I just like <laughs> no, he hasn't. They don't let people who haven't seen the Paddington movies into this. Oh, uh, that is actually. I, I'm going to she, get to that yeah, soon. She'll get Shit. there. You'll yeah, get there, will. Jordan. Yeah. Also, this title's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> what was? What would a better title be, Davy? My husband might have killed someone. I'm Nicole Kidman, the show. What the fuck is the undoing mean? <laughs> it should have been like called I I I I I I I I didn't do it. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Boom. Fucking write that check, send it off to the presses. The undoing, <laughs> Jesus Christ.